0: You are listening to Readers and Writers with your hosts, James Hill and Athena Paris. I'm Amy Ravichandran, and today we're talking changing genres with Diane Fame. So you guys, hey, how's everybody doing?
1: Doing great. good. How are you, Diane?
0: I'm doing
2: great. It's, it's lovely to be on your show. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. We, we always love to have authors and guests, and we know each other through various means, but through Amy and... Yes. Uh, she's a publicist she's our publicist I think she's your publicist true and, and so we have talked many a times
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I know that you have recently wrote a historical uh, fiction based on your grandmother's life and originally you were a child uh children's author right because I got a couple yeah. of your children books for my grandchildren they loved it <laughs> thank and so, you You know, I get to read to the five, well, wait a second, he's eight now, but I get to read to the five and and six-year-olds every now and then. So, your books are are a hit among the children, but I'd like to talk to you now about that change, because you know, I write in multiple genres, but, you know, you have been writing children books, and I really like to hear about how you decided to make the change, and what's it like for you to write in different genres? And then we'll hear from Athena, who also just decided she was going to jump John just for, for a little while, go from romance to uh, fantasy. So take it away, Diane.
2: All right. Again, thank you for having me. Yes, it was um, it was very interesting to change genres, or even to receive this message that I needed to do this, because I definitely... Um, believe that the angels inspire me and I always want to give them credit. I was um, so my background is teaching and with my children's books I take I am invited author to be in lots of schools all the way from preschool all the way up to high school. And a common theme that I discovered in the various countries that I've been in is especially um, by the time kids were in high school was how depending on the country they were in, they they didn't think about dreaming because they were used to being kind of told what they were going to uh, be or do. And that kind of shocked me because I grew up thinking and being told by my family, you can be anything you wanna be as long as you put your mind to it and you work really hard. And so um, I thought, goodness gracious, these kids need to be inspired. And I thought, what better way to do it than to write a snippet about my uh, grandma, Ruby? <clears throat> because if anyone could inspire anyone with their story, I would think she would be one. And she, um, so I decided to do historical fiction. Well, I had no idea what a beast I uh, I encountered. Oh my gosh, (laughs) because I, I wanted it to be truthful. Um, and before I could even really get the story, you know, I knew what happened with grandma but really to get the story across I had to really dive into the 1920s and then after studying the 1920s and trying to get the voice and the various things that happened I realized something was missing so then I needed to study the um, 18 the late 1800s because I wanted to I really wanted to understand what Ruby's parents my great grandparents whom I was fortunate enough to know my great-grandma and um and I thought you know I need to know how what life was like for them and they each grew up in a different state and especially in those days states weren't all the same you, you know there wasn't a McDonald's everywhere here <laughs> you, you go to states today as you know James and um uh, you you wonder if you even left your home state because there's just so many corporations, right? Where yep. like when I was growing up, there was um, uh, mom mom and pop stores, and you always made sure you ate at the local diner. So I really studied those things, and it, it was it was really difficult to make the change, but it was a necessary change, and it's one I'm so grateful that I did because I'm getting positive responses and uh, that, that's kind of long-winded, but that's what started it. So you can go from there with questions if you like.
1: <laughs> well, that's, that's very interesting. And what I picked up on is the fact that since you say you've been in many different countries, American idea is you can be anything you wanna be. That's not right. the same in the other people's country. You, you are whatever the government wants you to be or your family wants you to be you know you don't have we we cherish our freedoms maybe too much <laughs>
2: because you see
1: maybe to our own temperament sometime but, yeah uh but in other places they don't have that and and what places were were you in that when you were teaching um oh,
2: oh, not even just teaching but um as an author i've I lived in the Philippines for three years and traveled. They have over 300 islands and I traveled many of the islands um, with my husband who was a diplomat at the time. And then um, I've traveled all over Europe. I stayed in those countries for a while. And um, I was in Saudi Arabia many, 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 many times. And I, um, one of the countries that I was in for a while, was uh, Denmark, which was incredible. So, And then, of course, England, an awful lot. So I saw a lot.
1: Let's bring in Athena, because she's uh, my editor. And she's from South Africa. She's back in South Africa now. She was Mm -hmm. stuck here for a year or more with the COVID. She she wound up being stuck in America. She got a good look at what American life is like. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if she how much she enjoyed it, but she definitely got a different view and of America because she was here. And in that time, she decided she was going to switch genres too and start writing wow. up fantasies. Um, she always liked fantasies. And that's what she tells me, anyway. But uh, <laughs> Athena, so, so tell us how you decided to to switch up, and what's it like being in South Africa or writing from. I would say the culture of a South African, because you got many different cultures in South Africa.
3: Yeah, we have, well, we have 11 official languages, uh, two white and nine black. So it's up to you how many you learn and how many you want to use and all of that. So that is a conglomerate of ideas, of cultures, of uh, myths and legends that you can borrow from. So it's It's a pot, you know, (laughs) full of things. Now, the great thing about South Africa is that um, we are a Western country, you know, so we are part of the Western world, and we think pretty much the way the Western world thinks officially. And then you have the cultures where you've got the tribalisms, you know, so the different tribes that follow the uh, cultural... uh, um, you know, so they obey the tribe leader, the, the chief and those things, but they still allow to make their own choices. So in that respect, um, we pretty much believe in that you can be anything you want to be as well. So we do have that. So that's not a, a, an only American belief in the world nowadays, as well, as we have all moved towards more um, openness, uh, logic and uh, things like that. And as education and knowledge becomes more readily available to everybody, then we understand that boys and girls are the same. Boys and girls can become different things. If a boy wants to become a chef, why not? Or a ballet dancer. If a girl wants to be a pilot, why not? You know, those things don't get in the way anymore. And my reason for changing Uh, fantasy as well, it's because I like those mixes, uh, the difference of uh, ideas and creating my own ideas. So in other words, um, taking things that are real and giving it my own twist, so to speak. So creating my own culture, my own fantasy about uh, different things. And obviously the The market will be a different one, which is a question that I want to ask Diane. How do you feel that, how do you shift your marketing? Because who do you think is easier to please, the kids or the adults? (laughs)
2: Excellent question. Um, Well, the book is gonna, a children's book is gonna be purchased by the adults. So um, the explanation on the back is what's going to hopefully drive the parent to want to purchase the children's book. So I would say that the marketing is very similar in that sense because you're going after the adult who wants to put out the change. It's all about really the message you're going to get across. And if that message is something that a parent wants their child to receive, then I'm in good shape and as well as this young adult book which is really from um, 14 years old all the way up to adulthood of course um, that message is something again that marketing should be very similar so
1: well one thing I would say is the cover though is much different because Mm -hmm. on a children book that cover yeah. has to really attract the eye of the child because the parent's not looking at the cover to pick up the book. The kid is being drawn to that cover. And one of your covers is very interesting because it's a camel and a little boy is on the cover and everything. I'm going from memory because I actually gave that book to one of my grandchildren. and mm-hmm. But it was a very beautiful camel. And I think you do the artwork yourself, don't you? On By some
2: important. of the books, I do. And, you know, James, that's an excellent point. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, the cover sells a book as far as I'm concerned, whether it's a, no matter what age, but a children's yeah. book obviously has to have the colors and the attractions to want the kid to even pick it up and look at it. The camel one was uh, we, I co-illustrated with a friend of mine from Sri Lanka, which is another country that I've been in and uh yeah that was really fun
1: to do interesting now when you were talking about writing historical fiction i did a historical uh fantasy and the reason why i went fantasy is because you don't have to do as much research (laughs) (laughs) in fantasy you can bend the truth a lot you still have facts in there but you can you know twist those things around and bend them to your to your pleasure whereas if you're writing a historical fiction uh it's the same as lewis science fiction which i also write uh you have to kind of like stick to some of the facts some of those facts are hard you know with fantasy it's pretty much the dates and places that you have to that you have to keep straight and and maybe some people in, in those dates and and places but with historical fiction you really have to stick to the facts as they are and you can write the story around those facts and like you did around your grandmother and and your great-grandmother but you have to kind of like stick to the facts of what was happening at that time and you're not you're not given the freedom of really twisting and and, and blowing these things way out mm. you know yeah as you are in fantasy which is one of the reasons why I like writing fantasy because it is <sighs> maybe
2: so. I should switch <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go Write fantasy yeah. next there's no limit to which genres you can write in either as a as an author. You
3: can, can travel exactly. in
1: all of them if you like. No, yeah. but
2: I will I will share with you that um, I have so much more admiration for people like you, James, um, who write um, historical fantasy. and he, just uh, fantasy in general that is that's a hard genre and my hat's off to you and after tackling this historical fiction which I will have a second follow-up to Ruby and the exciting thing is people are already requesting it so I'm like oh my gosh it makes you feel so good right and I have three museums that backed me for the history which was a great compliment but it was it was tough it was really really tough and but i'm so proud of it but it was tough because i made it tough i wanted to make sure it was accurate i mean i went so far as my mama and i we uh you know i tried to figure out what the train path that my grandmother took and then instead of taking the highways we took all the back roads from oklahoma to missouri just to get a feel for what she might have seen and uh, that's how important it was to me to try to grasp that time period because we're talking about in the 1900s. So yeah, obviously so you really I wasn't of
1: More years away yeah, yeah. from that time. Yeah, so yeah. you are traveling backwards in time at that yeah. point. I had my family wanted me to do um, something about my great-grandfather, uncle, something like that, who was mm-hmm. in the Civil War. And oh, they all say, you're fine. the writer. You should write his story. And I'm like, you know how much work that is? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but you, there's a short story there. You might you might need to do that, James. I might I, encourage I, I'm you thinking offline. About
1: it. I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, but I know, that it's, I know the research that got to go into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: tell you the secret. It's but, called secret? a Long Island iced tea or a
0: margarita. Oh,
2: yeah. I like
1: of
0: You had me at that. Oh, my God. Yes.
2: I like that them
1: both, good. though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Lemonade, Lemonade
2: for children. Long there Island you know. iced tea for adults.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation, and I love that. You're not limited into writing into one genre. You can bounce around and write different, and it challenges you and makes you a better and stronger writer. So I hate to be the bad guy on the show, but that's my job. Ooh, Andy, I know, Andy. I know. <laughs> it is time. It's time yeah. to end the show. But Diane, thank you so much for coming and talking with us. And we cannot wait to read your book for it to come out. You're an amazing
2: what's the author. title?
1: What's the title?
0: it's out it's made
2: amazon and the top hot list rise a girl's struggle for more
0: i love it we are so thank excited so thank you so much for coming and talking to us on readers and writers and stay tuned you guys because next week we're going to be talking anthologies until then bye everybody Bye. bye.